Let's get Chris Lowe in here. Chris, yeah. what's up? How are you, man? Hey, good to be with you guys. Hey, uh, busy day. Let's let's start with Vanderbilt and go ahead and jump in there. Um, you, uh, I saw your tweet. Um, I also tweeted the same thing. We, you know, we've been talking. Um, Clark Lee appears to be the guy just trying to get that thing worked out. Um, what, what's your understanding and farm and uh, with regard? To yeah, I think with, he's, uh, he's the guy they settled on just finalizing the deal. And, you know, it makes a lot of sense. I've talked to people who know Clark well, uh, not only around the Vanderbilt program, but that have dealt with him in the college football world and, you know, smart, bright, knows uh, the Nashville area very well, certainly played at Vanderbilt, understands, you know, what it takes to be successful at Vanderbilt. And uh, his coach, I think coach at a place like Notre Dame uh, helps you in a lot of ways, uh, you know, at, at Vanderbilt, the way you recruit, you know, some of the things that are expected uh, at a place like Vanderbilt. Uh, I think that helps. He's coached several different places. You know, he's coached at Syracuse. He's coached at UCLA. Um, Wake Forest. Wake Forest, you know, mm-hmm. a, another really academically strong school. So I don't think Clark will walk in there in any way, shape, or form, and have his eyes just wide open about some of the things that are going to be expected and, and some of the ways that Vanderbilt expects to do things academically because he's sort of been there and done that. Yeah, I'm anxious to, I'm anxious to meet him um, because I, I know nothing about him. Um, so, you know, for me, it's a wait-and-see kind of deal. Uh, but, you know, like you, I hear good things about him. And, and obviously, you know, you're not going to get the job if you don't impress people um, in the room. So clearly he did that. Uh, moving on to Auburn, uh, Gus Malzahn is going to be paid almost $22 million not to coach there. That puts a lot of pressure on the new hire, right? Well, yeah, I think it puts pressure on really everybody in the conference. who's not a rule of jumping up and down about their coach because, you know, remember those, <laughs> Remember those conversations Tennessee. we had about, well, this is a COVID year. No one's going to pay a lot of money to get rid of the football coach. Yeah, right. We've seen two schools in the league, Auburn and Tennessee, or excuse me, South Carolina pay now, what, a combined 15. $36 million Oh, yeah. For their head football coach. And I mentioned Tennessee. Tennessee paid a million, or almost a million, to get rid of a defensive line coach in the middle of the season. So... <laughs> You know, I, I'm over the BS about, well, we can't, we don't have this money or that money or there's a revenue shortfall. Listen, schools and, and boosters and donors can pay whatever they want to pay if they're not happy with a head coach or they feel like the coach they've got is not going to get them where they want to be. And uh, not, whoever it is at Auburn, that's a tough job. It has been a tough job for a long time. And I, I don't think there's really ever been a feeling there on the plains. And, Dawn, you know, you've been there a bunch and, and that's your – that's your stomping grounds. I like there's been a feeling now for several years among the quote-unquote power brokers that Gus was a guy that fit. I, I, there's been a posse there that's sort of been out, I think, to get him, laying in wait to get him, however you want to phrase it. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's beaten Saban just enough leading up to this year that they never really were able to do it. Well, he didn't win this year. They saw their opening, and they took it. You're, that's exactly right, Chris Lowe. There's there's big booster money people that have been trying to get rid of Gus for a couple of years now, I think, and and finally they were had the the means and their ability to do it. So, what direction does Auburn go? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna start here, and, and you're gonna say, really, I would not rule out Kevin Steele being a real player in that job. Uh, the, the current really, Chris Lowe. Really, uh, you really, pay twenty-two million and probably closer <laughs> to thirty-something million to get rid of Gus to hire Kevin Steele. 
Well, and again, I think it goes back to on. I think it goes back to the fact that they just didn't want Gus to be the head coach anymore, yeah. rightfully or wrongfully so. I mean, I don't think it was yeah. a deal where all right, we're 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 in line to get this guy, so let's pay twenty some million dollars to get rid of Gus Malzahn. I think it was more, we're going to pay what we need to pay to get rid of Gus Malzahn, and then we'll go hire a head football coach. I think that was sort of the order. Now I'm not saying Kevin's going to be the guy, but I think he makes. I think he checks a lot of the boxes. I think he certainly has a lot of support from the old guard there at Auburn. He's a guy that their defense didn't play as well this year. They lost a lot of good players, but he's a guy that's really his defense the last few years has been the backbone of that program. He recruits well. He understands the SEC. Uh, he's coached a lot of different places. I mean, think of the people he's worked under, Bobby Bowden, Tom Osborne, Nick Saban, uh, Dabo Sweeney. Uh, so, I mean, I think he's a guy that will get serious consideration. I'm not saying he's the leader in the clubhouse. But I would not just write him him off as a cursory in-house candidate. Uh, Billy Napier, I think we'll get a look. Steve Sarkeesian, I think we'll get a look. Uh, Hugh Freeze, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see where Auburn stands with Hugh Freeze because if you just look at, at Hugh Freeze and his ability to win in the SEC, to recruit, he's beaten Saban. He's you know he, he's done it. He's run his own program. He's beaten teams. This is what I think is most impressive about Hugh is he's beaten teams that with better personnel than he had. You know, he did it at mm-hmm. Ole Miss. He's done it at Liberty. Uh, he's a great developer, a quarterback. But where does Auburn sit? Remember, they've already had their own issues with Bruce Pearl in basketball, NCAA. Are they going to bring in a football coach who's also has some NCAA issues at, at Ole Miss and have two guys on campus that had some NCAA issues in the past? And I'm not saying that's a fair way to look at it. I just think that will be – something that will Auburn will have to sort of decide if he wants to go down that road. But if you throw all that out the door, I think Hugh Freeze makes the most sense. Chris Lowe uh, with us from ESPN.com. Yes, uh, since we're talking about coaches and, and what's going on, uh, reports out there are Bryles resigns as the coach of Mount Vernon High School. What's going on there? You know, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, if that's something that's um, – that, he, that he's in line for another job or thinks he's going to get another job. Uh, I have not heard. I, I just heard about it initially today or for the first time, Don, and that he was he was stepping down there. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, I, I, you know, I wondered, you know, all the, you know, college football in particular is a business of second chances. And we've seen that right on down through the line the last several years, you know. And I always wondered mm-hmm. – with a lot of the egregious allegations and some of the things that happened when he was at Baylor, would he ever get a second chance? Uh, but I still think somewhere down the road, someone's going to give him a shot. I mean, he got a shot in high school. You know, would he get a shot in college? But um, I don't know. I don't know if, again, if that's if, if to read into that, Don, that something else is going to stake out for him. You know, I really don't know at this point. Chris Lott from ESPN.com with us. Chris, on the way out, you said several weeks ago that that uh, you thought Jeremy Pruitt would be back next year unless there was a loss to Vanderbilt, then all bets were off. Now, Tennessee beat Vanderbilt. Um, he, had, he had a weird comment today about if he had received any assurances from Philip Fulmer about returning to, to coach the team in 2021. His quote was, we've been focusing on every day at practice. The teams were playing. All that stuff is always at the end of the season. Maybe it's not a weird comment. I don't know. But where, where do you think that whole situation stands? Is it same? Well, you know, in Jeremy's defense, that's a hard question to answer. You know, because ha- however you answer that question, 
you know, it's going to be perceived different ways. I mean, I, I do think there was a lot of eyes open there on the hill in Knoxville after Auburn fired Gus Malzahn because if Tennessee were going to make a move, a lot of the same candidates I think they would be interested in are candidates that Auburn's going to talk to. You know, so I think that would be a factor. Um, I still think he's back. You know, I, I, you know, you never say never. And so, I mean, I, I didn't think necessarily that Auburn was going to fire Gus Malzahn either, and they did. I mean, they know Jeremy, Tennessee know Jeremy, uh, twelve million. So think about that. Think about if they did pull the trigger. You're talking about in a COVID year, three SEC schools would be paying fifty million dollars combined Crazy. for coaches not to coach. You know, that's, that's the kind of cash Don Davenport makes. Yeah. Um, but that, that's, that's, to me, that's just mind-blowing that we're talking, again, in a global pandemic, that schools, and maybe that's just the SEC, you guys. I mean, it's the SEC football. Uh, but I still think Jeremy will, will survive. I tell you what, though, Brent, you better not pull a Kevin Sublin and lose 56-3 to three or something the way, you know, Arizona did to Arizona State the other night. I mean, they just completely 70. get embarrassed. You know, again, I'll say what I told you guys last week, then, then maybe all bets are off. All right, Chris. Thank you, man. Uh, a lot to get to. Uh, appreciate uh, appreciate it. Great info. You bet.